Daily Podcast brought to you by the Launchpad Media. Go to www.thelaunchpadmedia.com for all your fine podcasting needs. Uh, we're there. Um, Alex Merced's there. Johnny Rocket's there. Not Johnny Depp, though. And let's talk about Johnny Depp for a minute while our awesome subscriber services scroll on the bottom. Actually, let's pause on Johnny Depp because he's kind of a bit too late. We'll get there. So, our subscriber services. Here's the deal. Just going to take this off and go into it. So, we are starting a contest. It is a college football pick'em contest. And uh, you will receive the wonderful Biggest Dick in Football trophy, which is literally one of Aaron's dildos. Yay! On a, on a trophy stand. It'll be wonderful. I'll sign it for you. Um, so we are, we're going to have this, this trophy. Uh, I'm going to pick 10 games every week. Uh, not this week because it's too close, but next week will be the first round of games. Um, and may the best, uh, person win. And this is for our subscribers. And we're going to plug this several times throughout the next couple of shows to become a subscriber. Go to anchor.fm slash Ozaraptor, and there you have 99 cents, 4.99, and 9.99. And Ozaraptor is A Z A R A P T O R. Yeah. Or uh, subscribestar.com slash drunk dash n dash disorderly. Uh, that only has a 4.99 tier, but I'm going to fix that tonight so it has three tiers as well. Um, and we're talking about some other things that we can add to this. This is the first uh, really good subscriber perk we have other than our our post shows. Um, we should probably mention also, we were supposed to have a guest tonight. Uh, wires got crossed. Miscommunications happened. And Cliff Maloney Jr. will be on next week. Real life shit went down. That's, yeah. that's the reality. Yeah. Life and, fucked us. Yeah, it just happened. It, no one's fault, really. It just happened. No. And we got Scott here, so like you got me instead. Hi, Scott. Hey, Scott. So we're gonna get up, Scott to, to talk about all the things that uh, he hates about everything, um, but <laughs> why? But why he loves public schools? Actually, Scott, go ahead. Tell us why you love public schools. Well, show him your shirt. Because <laughs> they turn out wonderful actors like Keanu Reeves, right? <laughs> we'll that in a minute. Right. Right. Okay, so let's yeah. talk about. See, Scott can do Keanu Reeves better than Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Can everyone please message Erin and tell her how wrong she is about Keanu Reeves, who is a national fucking treasure and one of the best actors alive, and you're sitting here uh, talking shit about him? No, no, she yeah. didn't talk shit. She simply said he hasn't done anything worth noting since Bill and Ted. <sighs> there's, there's, he has played the same. Called- he has played the same character. In ninety percent of the shit that he's done, it's the same okay. dude. In you the Matrix, know. in the Matrix, he was Stoner Jesus. He wasn't really Stoner Jesus. He was kind of stoned out, tuned out, wannabe Stoner Jesus. Okay, well, that's a different character than uh, a lonely, vengeful. You just killed my dog, so I'm gonna fuck up your whole world, John Wick. Uh, right. No, no, because he played the John Wick character. In the exact same way that he played his Matrix character. 
We all know who John Wick was supposed to be, but Keanu Reeves did not pull that off. What he gave us was Matrix dude pretending to be John Wick. Who was he supposed? Who was supposed to play John Wick? Anybody who could embody John Wick. Anybody who could actually be John Wick. It's like Dre. If if you and I are supposed to be Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, but you do nothing to be Dorothy and you just play her as Dre wearing Dorothy's costume. I'm going to say the same thing. And that's what Keanu Reeves did. He played, you know, John Wick as Keanu Reeves pretending to be John Wick. Hey, Dennis. So, uh, hi, Dennis. Um, howdy, howdy. Dennis. So uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Dennis is the awesome chair of the Dodds County Libertarian Party in, here in Nebraska. Um, Go Dodds County! Which hopefully he does way better than I did when I was there because I couldn't even get people to show up to meetings. Good luck, Dennis. <laughs> We're lighting candles for you, Dennis. Yes. I, I feel your pain, Dennis, if that's the case. Yeah, I feel your pain over here in Douglas County. Congratulations. Uh, collaborate. So here's the thing, and we do want to start talking about this kind of stuff because it's really important. <laughs> Uh, we are going to be doing a lot of events coming up and we're still hammering out how and like we have the comedy event, which is kind of our own thing. But we're also going to be doing some hangout events where it's going to be drunk and disorderly, uh, the Libertarian Party of Douglas County. I'm going to throw invites to Dodds and Sarpy uh, and we're just going to hang out and and do shit and uh, have fun and wear our Libertarian stuff so people can see that we're the group of people that have fun with things yep yeah and you'll find additional little um live streams popping up from some of these events i know we've got some patient drives that we're going to be doing down here that we're going to participate in is drunk and disorderly so we'll live stream <laughs> some from them too yeah i have no idea what we're talking about medical marijuana patient drives oh so they are you guys trying to huh what does that mean so yeah. the way the way that it works here if you are a potential medical marijuana patient, you must go visit a board certified physician and pay them a certain amount of money for them to sign your recommendation. Then you go have your passport photo taken. Then you submit your recommendation from the doctor with your photo, all your little goods to the state and pay the state another fee. Remember, you've just paid the doctor anywhere from 50 to $150. Now you're going to pay the state another fee. Um, and as long as all your paperwork's in order, the state rubber stamps you, you get your medical marijuana patient card. Uh, my region is working on a deal to do some patient drives for about the, your cost. You still have to pay the state. We can't, we can't make them be reasonable, no. um, but we can get your doctor's recommendation, take your photo, get your stuff all ready for you to submit for about 40 bucks and then walk you kind of through that process. We'll help, help you do yeah. all of that. Get for it me? done. Yeah, we've got a doctor who's willing to work with us and uh, do some good stuff. So look for live streams coming from those events, too. That's awesome. So those are the things we're trying to do. And to circle back to our Please Gibbs money, those are the things that your donations help us with. Yeah. Yep. Uh, right now, we have just enough that we can buy a couple tables at different events. Like, we're going to try to be at the Libertarian Party of Nebraska convention. That's apparently still up in the air. Uh, Kansas wants us to show up, I think. Um, I think we're, we're going to try and do Oklahoma. We'll see what they said. Their um, 
table for us is that it's not yeah. set yet. And uh, look, I will I will degrade myself enough to come into Oklahoma to do a table. It's fine. Uh, um, you better have some room in your barn for me, though. I mean, it's not even in my town. Uh, the convention is going to be in Tulsa, so about an hour and a half away from me. But that's um, doable. With enough, well, with enough subscribers, we'll be able to pull off a, a pretty inexpensive Airbnb for us too for that event. Mm -hmm. It'd be really nice, guys. We'd rather not sleep nice. in the parking lot because this venue does not. It's not at a hotel, so there aren't rooms. <laughs> really? So, uh, Carl makes a good point. Do you know what else helps bring down medical views? Bills. Keanu Reeves when he donates to children's hospitals. You monster! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say he wasn't a good guy. I just said he was a shitty actor. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. So the reason uh, Johnny Depp came up earlier is anytime someone talks about someone playing the same character and is a shitty actor, Johnny Depp just plays Johnny Depp in movies. What about I Seth Rogen? What about Ben Stiller? What about all those fuckers that churn out one movie after the other? It's Will Ferrell? Okay, so pause. Those are comedy movies. The point isn't a character. It's to laugh. And um, look, I mean, Johnny Depp started out. Johnny For the Depp most started, part, yeah, they are. Johnny Depp and Keanu Reeves both started out on the right path, right? We, Johnny Depp and what's, what's he doing, Gilbert Grape? He, he was brilliant, right. right? Keanu Reeves and Bill and Ted, fucking brilliant, right? I just want them to go back to that and stop being. Well, I mean, sellouts. Bill and Ted is coming out again. Yeah, I, I'm hopeful. Bill and Ted three. I'm yeah. hopeful. Yeah. Wild stallions. I'm hopeful. Woo, we, 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 we. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I want. I want it. This, this look. This is the same bitch I had about Austin Peterson during his presidential run. Austin pre-presidential run when he was really authentic and really real and really raw. He was fucking brilliant. Then he got up there on that stage and started giving us nothing but one bumper sticker after another fucking bumper sticker. And and I tapped out. Jer so Jeremy, our our kind of uh, backup host for Thursdays, and we're doing some cool stuff with him. Uh, he, he commented, uh, no one plays themselves like Kevin Costner. Truth. That's a fair point. <laughs> Truth. Although, to be fair, okay, Kevin Costner was, <laughs> Carl, hear me out, Nicolas Cage, right? Um, <laughs> so, what was I saying? Kevin I Costner. Have, All right, I Kevin have, Costner was in the greatest terrible movie ever, and it's not Water Waterworld. It's actually Robin Hood. Oh, Robin Hood was good. It was funny. So, so, Robin Hood was one of those movies that was so bad. And it had no right to be bad because it had the best villain as an actor that existed yeah. at the time. Yeah. Uh, Maybe always, the best villain ever. I always forget his name. Rickman. And, yeah, Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah. He's it's amazing. Just an amazing actor. It had a cameo <laughs> by uh, shit, the old Sean Connery. Um, it had uh, God, the guy that was in Broken Arrow, Christian Slater. Who's also a pretty good actor, right? But and then um, better than Costner, right? And oh, yeah. look, let's not forget Costner gave us right the gems of Waterworld. I I hate to, I uh, who was the black guy? Morgan Freeman. God damn it! I am so bad today. Morgan Freeman was in that movie. You're grounded. Sucks. Grounded. You're grounded. 
Alan Rickman and Morgan Freeman were in a movie together, and it was god awful. What the fuck was that movie? And it was all. And I, the more I talk about it, the more it's like, oh man, Kevin Costner just took everyone down about three levels for that one. Well, he's done that, and everything he's really been in since God. I can't remember. You know, he's actually starring in a show I just started watching called Yellowstone. It's some second season, I think, and he's actually pretty good in it. Really? So You know, there are some best- actors, it used to be that if you're an actor and you went from the big screen to TV, it meant, meant your career was over, right? And then we saw a shift in that. And one of the things I've noticed is there were a lot of actors that were TV actors that went to big screen who were actually finally good. And a lot of actors who are big screen actors who, when they went to TV, I finally liked them. So maybe it is just about finding the right medium. Jeremy makes another good point. Uh, Robin Hood also had one of the greatest songs, soundtrack songs ever. Yep. Thank you, Brian Brian Adams, Adams for how amazing that was. Yeah, but it's Brian Adams. So, I mean, we expect amazing from Brian Adams. Right. And here's the thing. This is going to be my, uh, I don't... I don't want to say guilty pleasure because I don't think you can feel guilty liking Brian Adams. Name no. me a better 80s, early 90s artist. Mellencamp? I don't like Mellencamp. What? Prince? Michael I will Jackson. give you Prince. Michael Jackson? Tears what? for Fears? So Michael Jackson was Bad on the, the back end of his career at that point, in my opinion. Oh, no, he wasn't. Thriller album came out in the 80s. Like okay, I'm talking like the the eighties <laughs> transitioning into the nineties, the late eighties, early nineties. Oh. oh, okay. Very naked. That's, really lost me. That's when I got into Mr. Bull and everything just went crazy. <laughs> Mr. Bungle, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I had honestly at that point I, I love had, that album. That was I so had crazy. really I had really tapped out of kind of pop music at that point. So I'm not the person to Jeremy, Mr. get in the main chat, asshole. <laughs> So he he makes up another good point, which we could all see if he would be on the drunken disorderly page instead of my live stream. Um, huh. His how amazing would Dances with Wolves be if it was Tom Selleck instead? Tom Selleck. I think it would be better if it was anybody instead. <laughs> right, like but specifically, either Tom Selleck or that dude with the. Um, that, like all the women like, no matter how old he gets, and he's in that. Um, Sam Elliott. Thank you, God, and you knew who I was talking about too. Wow. <laughs> Sam Elliott will, even after he's dead, be on my hall pass list. <laughs> if you're watching, Sam, call me. Um, yeah, Prince <laughs> Duran Duran. I was never a big Duran Duran fan, but I uh, I appreciate. I appreciate them without enjoying them. I mean, really, right at that time period, George Michael was shifting from boy band into his solo solo career, and he was absolutely fucking brilliant. Oh, so amazing. His boy, Honey. I listen to him all the time still. He's on all of my playlists. Everyone. Yeah, I mean, he Carl makes a says lot Will of Smith God. plays Will Smith in all of his movies. True, True, but to be fair, Will Smith is actually just really entertaining, though. So yeah, I, can, but look, I can watch Will Smith play Will Smith. And that's I used to, I used to have a huge love for Will Smith, and I guess part of me probably still does. However, I read an, an interview that Will Smith did where he was saying that the, you think libertarians are fucking paranoid? That motherfucker is paranoid. 
He was saying he did the movie Enemy of the State. He probably is paranoid. Oh no! Like wait, wait, wait before this, he believes that the government, and maybe he's right. Maybe I'm not embracing my inner conspiracy theorist to its fullest. The government uses the New York subway system to test out different biological warfare methods against African Americans. So he won't ride this. Wouldn't ride the subway even when he. So it only. I mean, I wouldn't put it past. Yes, only affects black uh, black. Americans. That's that's what he's saying. Like, so here's the thing. Now, it would I don't think that that's happening, but I don't think it's because they wouldn't. Well, <laughs> clearly they right. would. The Tuskegee syphilis this experiment like happened. The, this sounds like the crazy neighbor lady that we have that came upstairs banging on the other lady's door saying, you're making noise only I can hear. What? Right. <clears throat> Dre, so, what are you so telling look, that lady? <laughs> Every once in a while, like really, I didn't like, do shit. I'm not involved with that. We just <laughs> you sure it's not like the fight that happened out in the hall between <laughs> you crazy bitches. You sure none what? of it's contact high? <laughs> Gene, so Gene Hackman, brilliant. Up, name a, a better underrated actor. Like everyone knows who he is, and maybe you can name a couple movies. But man, every time you see Gene Hackman in a movie, it's about to be good, right? James like, Woods. No. No? Not I mean, not he's good, up. but he's not Gene Hackman level. I I mean no. I, I would I, almost say Voight, but his politics really annoyed me. <laughs> you know. I mean, Voight's just annoying anyway. Um yeah. but I think he plays that that kind of character that you want to hate. Like like, I'm not good. high enough to answer this yet. Hit again. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have a guest, so just rip it up. <laughs> this so um what was the other thing I was gonna bring up today? Because it was it was really bugging me all day. The feminism thing. <clears throat> I mean we could hit the feminism thing. It wasn't what I was thinking, but I am really proud of this quote, by the way. Um for anyone. Uh, who isn't my friend on Facebook? Shame if you're on not, me. you should be. Fix that uh, shit. In my super humble opinion, feminism is a belief for women who want to blame others for the fact that they themselves have a shitty personality. I mean, I don't disagree. <laughs> feminism in its current form. Right. Absolutely. And here's the thing. I don't, I don't feel the need <laughs> to differentiate that because... When you say feminism in 2019, it means a specific thing. And I get that there's some people that try to like, well, we're going to reclaim that word and go back to its roots. Look, I tried that with uh, liberal. It's not going to fucking work. You can't fight the zeitgeist. Dude, like take it from a, from a nihilist anti-state person. It's the same reason that um, I think it's, it's just sad to call yourself an anarchist anymore because mm -hmm you're not going to take that back to mean what you want it to mean. And look, I don't even use capitalist anymore. I'm a free marketeer. Because the minute you say capitalism, everyone's like, but my big corporations controlling the government. And you you can say all you want. That's not capitalism. But that's what it fucking means right now. I mean, I'm a believer in self-rule and voluntary interaction. Mm -hmm. But to, to many within our party and many within our ranks, that makes me a purist. Okay, you want me to wear that hat? Send it to me. I'll wear the bitch. You, you can you can put your dildo. You can glue your dildo. I'll, I'll, to I'll show you what a real unicorn looks like, right? <laughs> a, 
I mean, I, I, I get so sick of it, it, when you're a libertarian and you're talking to non-libertarians, especially right to people outside of the liberty movement. And man, I've been called a Republican, a Democrat, a socialist. Got called a socialist. Um, rude. Which is like just silly pants. Um, I get called everything other than libertarian. And you say libertarian and they look at you like like you're speaking Venusian. Right. Like they've never heard that word before. So, yeah, let's brainstorm that show. What do you call yourself? How do you how do you nutshell that? What's your elevator speech on libertarianism? I'm a libertarian and this is what it means. What's your what's your elevator speech? Um, my elevator speech is I'm a libertarian and that means I have no idea how the fuck you should live your life and you have no idea how the fuck I should live my life. So maybe we should just stay out of each other's lives. Other than you can come over to my house for pizza one of these days. That'll be fun. Except we won't be able to eat the same pizza because Dre wants to put nasty fucking cauliflower and broccoli on hers. Like a goddamn monster. Like a monster. Dre, what's your elevator speech? Mine is, um, the government doesn't do anything right or well, and they don't produce anything. We need to shrink them as much as possible and uplift the individuals and liberty and entrepreneurs as much as possible. And that's where my heart and my drive goes. I like that. Thank you. I'm going to borrow from that. Tax. Please. Tax away. Scott, do you have one? Yeah, so when I so usually when I uh, talk about being a libertarian and I and I say it loud and proud when when I'm asked, um, I always say I'm a libertarian uh, because I am. Um, I always say that it's because I want the government off my property and I want them out of my bank account, and they've got no business in either of those places. And deciding where my money goes or knowing where any of that what's going on on my property or where the money's going. Um, at the end of the day, that's that's what it comes down to, and and, I, and to Dre's point, there has been nothing that the government has made better by being involved. They fuck it all up. I feel I feel like government made weed better. Hear me out. No. Hear me out. Only is because it, it got not, out of the way. Is it not more fun <laughs> to run around in back alleys and, and live dangerously as opposed to just being able to buy it from the store? No. Just, just playing. No, I mean, I was going to say, if you think government <laughs> made weed better, it's because your age is showing. You, you weren't around back when we were yeah. doing buds. And tie stick. Remember when you could still get a tie stick? Yeah. It's fine. He doesn't know what the growers had to go through in the 90s and what the technology has brought about so that it is so much easier to hide and smaller operations can yield hey, so much better. So real but, quick animal fact. Okay, most coyotes are illiterate. Most coyotes are nope. illiterate. More illiterate, right? Thank you, Emily most. Hurtley, for that uh, quick animal fact. Only most, um, <laughs> not all. No broad brushes here, right? So, so here's my elevator speech. I'm a libertarian, and what that means for me is I choose to spend my time attempting to challenge the cult of the omnipotent state, and I make that choice because it's my belief that if governments exist, their sole purpose for existing is to protect those among us who are incapable of protecting themselves. And in my lifetime, I have never seen a government do that. Preach it. Mm -hmm. Yep, they always say they're gonna, but we know how those wellness checks have been going lately. 
people already got pet that were alive and well previously. People are dying and being thrown in cages. Children are dying and being thrown in cages. It's nuts. Because of government. And we're paying for it. We Not allow it. And by we, we mean you, too. Yeah, we mean everybody. All of us. And so this is what really frustrates me, is you'll, we'll, we'll have these discussions. And I'm going to pick on, on some of the anarchists a little bit. And they'll be like, voting is violence, which is true. Voting sure. is violence. And that's why I don't vote. It's like, okay, so you have a chance to take five minutes to do a little bit of violence back to the state and try to elect someone who will slow down the violence. Look, I get it. Most libertarian candidates are not as pure as I would like them to be. Don't vote for any candidates. Is right. that, is that that's the thing. There's a ballot initiative on every fucking ballot. I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. Go in and vote, yeah. vote people out, right? Like, I mean, shit, seriously. Undervote. Screw up the analytics. Screw up the, set the metric and undervote. And, and whether you're going to vote or not, number one, I, I I fully understand what where they're coming from when they say that. And my response to that is I understand that voting could be seen as violence. For me, I believe that voting is self-defense. And if you want to stand there and let them kick your ass and not fight back, have at it, motherfucker. But I'm not. Exactly. Not. I am firmly number one. Thank you. Um, so there's that. And number two, even if you're not going to vote, if if you take a stance of principle non-voting, you should still get off your ass and go register to vote. If you don't register, whether you vote or not, you can't sign petitions to do good things. You can't be called for jury duty and have the opportunity to, to force jury nullification. Yep. Like, I get it, but it's cowardly. Yeah. And the thing is, like, look, we've talked about this before there's very few things that are illegal to me that i want to do like i can think of a couple oh, for the I most part the laws don't really affect me personally i don't care it's not about me it's about creating a world where my children can do whatever they want to do as long as they're not hurting someone else i mean you say the laws don't really affect you but i mean taxes certainly do so does the way you have sex in most states in this country. Right, but those don't get enforced. People lose their children because of those every single day. People oh. lose their jobs because of those every single day. And look, it's really easy to say those don't get enforced. But 50 years ago, there were spittoons on every corner. And look how fast that got hit. You can't even smoke in a bar now. Uh, uh, to be fair, so that, that's one of those things where I become ultra statist. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't breathe around the Okay, you can't smoke. smoke in most parks anymore. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. That's outside. In Hawaii, you can't smoke in your car. In your own car? Not if you've got anybody under 18 in your car. Oh, that's that's a lot of a lot of states are moving to that, aren't they? You can't smoke yeah. with minors in the car. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a cold walk for those kids in the winter. How old were you when you <laughs> right? How old were you when you started smoking, Dre? 
13, 14? Yeah, me too. But my Jeez. mom today could have gone to jail for smoking in a car that I'm in, even though as soon as we go home, I'm going to smoke. Yep. Whether it's with her consent or not. Right. Yeah, you're still dirtying your own lungs. So, you know, at 17, your your daughter, your son can enlist in the military, get sent to Afghanistan and die at 17 with your signature. But they can't buy a pack of cigarettes with your signature. I don't and in Ohio, can. they can't buy them until they're 21. And you can't rent a hotel room till you're 21 either. So that 18 year old homeless kid that just picked himself up by the bootstraps and got a job and it needs some temporary housing. He can't run a fucking hotel room in Ohio. That's fucked. But we're all about protecting our young people, right? Obviously. Well, I mean, we posted that meme a while back about how you can go, you know, $200,000 in debt for student loans that won't do anything for you, but you can't get a $20,000 loan for a business. All about protecting our kids. How many guys do we know in the Libertarian Party who are in custody battles right now with, with women who have physically assaulted these children and it's been reported. I mean, we're on the, we're on the other side of that. We're fighting for Elfie's kids when her husband was abusive to her at least. And for the children, it's more verbal. That's still abuse. Yeah. It's yeah. still abuse, but I don't know. Maybe I, I mean, look, this is, this is the, the, the push is always for the children, right? This is about protecting mm -hmm. the children, but it's not. If you wanted to protect the children, you'd stop letting 17 year old children die in Afghanistan. Very true. You to pick and choose. Either you're about protecting the children or you're not, right? So mm -hmm. isn't that what the right always wants to throw it at libertarians because of our abortion blank? So I'm gonna push it back at them. How many children are going to die in war today? Because you keep voting for it. How about that shit? How many children are going to die at the border? What, no, children only matter if they're American children, right? Because we bomb Syrian children. We're okay with that. You many children. Uh, Pakistani children. Still bombing there. Um, yeah, it's... You know why sanctions work? Because the the countries that we, we impose sanctions on, it means they can't get food. Right. And when their children start dying, people are more willing to revolt against a tyrannical government. This is literally the thought process behind sanctions. You guys understand that, right? Yeah. If we starve their children, they might stand up and fight back on their own. We're literally forcing people in other countries to do things they don't want to do by killing their children. That's how sanctions work. Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas. If you didn't know that, now you do. Stop voting for it. But if we don't vote for the Republicans, then the socialists will win, Aaron. And we can't, we, we need Trump to build a wall to protect us from socialism, Aaron. Right, because we only have two <laughs> options. Our options, are you know eat out of the sewer or eat out of the litter box right right yeah they both sound so fucking appetizing don't they like let's try something else let's go to a fucking restaurant how about that I'll, yeah I'll like y'all keep eating shit libertarians we want to sit at a table so we built one you're welcome to come sit at the table with us and have real food or 
But you can't bring you can't bring your fucking sewer litter box shit with you. Yeah, nope. leave it at the door. This shit is not potluck. Nope. Nope. You can bring that in here. Jeremy with a great point. The war on drugs is the war on people, and the war on yep. terror is the war on people. Right? You can't declare war on concepts. You right. only declare war on people. Like uh, the, the people, people who talk about the war on poverty, it's the war on people. Yeah, and you know who suffers in war? Innocent people. That's who dies in war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's that quote? Um, the, the MASH quote, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, war is war and hell is hell and war is worse because in hell, everyone everyone who's there deserved it. Yeah, Whereas in war, everyone who's there is, is nobody uh, innocent. It. Yeah, no innocent people in hell, but 90% of the people that die in wars, they were innocent. And look, mo- I'm going to say that's also most of the people who are fighting on both sides. Yep. There are... And, I go through this all the time with with a lot of other radicals. People and and people who do not really, in my opinion, understand uh, human emotion very well. They don't understand how easy it is for most humans to be brainwashed by a culture into thinking that they are doing the right thing. And I get it. That didn't work on you. Congratulations, but typically the people that I'm talking to when I have these conversations are normal people. Like when you look at the way they they process things, they're not normal. They're not, um, you know, the the 75% of the population that responds about the same way every time. And that's great. That's great that you're like that, but understand that other people aren't. And the vast majority of other people aren't. Even bigger than that. So, yeah, when you're talking about our, our U.S. military, sure, I can see how that would apply. But that's not how it worked in Iraq before Desert Storm. That's not how Saddam Hussein built the Republican Guard. Oh, no. It wasn't through brainwashing. It um, was, I will it was fucking kill your family. Yeah. Stand there and watch my soldiers rape your wife and maybe your nine-year-old daughter because we feel like it. And know that you're going to get in the truck and go fight and do what I say. Or we're going to come back and we're going to kill them. Or maybe we'll just keep raping them. Whatever works. Yeah. That's how the Republican Guard was built. That's mm-hmm. how most of those oppressive, oppressive regimes operate. And it is the future of this country if we don't stop it now. And That's how it will be here. And Make no mistake. This- Think about this for a second, and I'm going to paint a broad brush. I understand, hashtag not all. We are dealing with a culture, in this case. I'm not going to blame a religion. It's a culture yep. that a religion is part of, where young men do not have access to young women. There's no, like in America, where you can hook up on a Saturday night, and everyone goes there, everyone's happy, and they go their separate ways, or whatever. This is a culture where you have to get a certain level of status before you can get married. And it is considered a sin in your culture if if you skip any of the steps you need to. Except if you're joining one of these paramilitary forces and then you get to go off and rape the infidel. Right. 
there's a reason these highly restrictive cultures commit the worst atrocities in war. And well, this is not just a shot at one religion or one culture. This is historically true down the line. Right. With all religions. Look, we right. saw it during the Crusades. Mm -hmm. um, we see many of the same issues that we see um, with certain cultures currently today. You know, the Chaldean culture was the same way. And they're Christian Iraqis. Um, it, culture and religion Yes, there's some overlap, but they are not one in the same. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, you talk to Americans and they say, we can't have Sharia law here, but you you have embraced the fuck out of canon law, which is exactly the same. It's just Christian instead of non-Christian. Mm -hmm. Catholic canon law and Muslim Sharia law are the same and have the same reach or would have the same reach here. In non-Westernized cultures, Mm -hmm. Both could be weaponized immediately, and one happens to be. I mean, what, what in Bosnia was? It, I I can never remember when we yeah. were in Bosnia who was the aggressor at the time. If it was the 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 Christians or the Muslims, but look, that shit went back and forth. Depending on the day, right? It's whoever had the most power at the time was going to oppress the other violently. This is exactly what we're seeing right now with Israel. Mm -hmm. And Same thing. So, yes, also, I think the Israeli one is a little more complicated, but they are oppressing uh, the other population in their borders. Regardless of which side of that argument you fall on, mm -hmm. you're still talking about two cultures right. at war, not necessarily two religions. Right. Because, look, let's be honest. The Jews... Being Jewish is a religion. It's also a culture. And those two things kind of intersect. But There's a DNA, there is a DNA marker when we're talking about Judaism for many, many, many Jews. So when you say Jew, Jew means a lot of different things, right? Mm -hmm. If you're Jewish, it could mean a lot of different things. Right. And uh, so here's my take on the Israel thing. So Israel has a, a valid point about their neighbors being overly hostile, but that is not a good reason to do what they have done to the Palestinian people. Thank you. Um, and so I, I think you, right. I think you can, you can objectively look at the situation and be like, okay, you were, you were okay here. It makes sense that you would take the Golan Heights. Syria attacked you. Makes sense. You took some land from them. I'm okay with that. What you're doing to the Palestinians is not okay, though. And just because this other group that is kind of the same race and culture and religion uh, attacked you doesn't mean you get to be shitty to this group. And I get it. There are terrorist Palestinians, but you're kind of creating a lot of those yourself. So maybe chill the fuck out and see how many of those go away. It's a it's a tough situation. They've they've fucked everything up in that region. They have, we have, everyone has. It's a fucked up region of the world. I don't know how to detangle any of that other than okay, let's just get out of it and let them figure it out because we're clearing up. Drip. Give ever put ever. I don't know LSD in the water. I don't think that would, <laughs> that may have the opposite effect of what we want. 
I, I don't know. I mean, when you look at the science, when we look at the studies behind this, the data behind this, maybe the answer to peace in the Middle East is shrooms. Like, seriously. Microdose the fuck out of everybody. Spores. <laughs> I mean, they're airborne. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to weaponize something, please. Weaponized. Make it the love drug. Weaponized shrooms. Weaponized shrooms. They weaponized the wheat, so why not? I mean, change the world in a good way. Um, Get those some ecstasy. Fuck, pump it up a notch. Something. This is ridiculous. I have a question. For those of you that do drugs, I have a question. Okay. okay. What, does, what does opium do, and can we just burn all those fields to get everyone high enough to chill the fuck out? Uh, I mean, you'll chill for a minute until the yeah. withdrawal hits. It's like it's just like like so anything. When we talk opium, we're talking heroin. Mm -hmm. Look, um, y'all know I'm a basic bitch. I don't so know what heroin does. It kills people. What? Yeah. The withdrawal can kill people. The yeah. withdrawal can be fatal. Um, there are very few, actually, very few drugs. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of drugs that are addictive that you'll suffer withdrawal symptoms from. Um, very few of those cause fatal withdrawals. Um, opium products, heroin, they do. Baclofen is another one that, that the withdrawal is fatal. Um, there are a few. There are not what did you say? Baclofen? Baclofen. Yeah. It's an antispasticity medication. Jesus. And the um, withdrawal from it can kill you. So I just saw an article float by. Antipsychotics, a lot of times withdrawal can kill you. You'll, you'll like this article, or you'll like this quote. So it's Brazil's president talking about the Amazon. Okay. And about selling off parts of the Amazon to logging companies. Right. And he was asked about the indigenous Amazonians. And he's like, minorities will have to adapt to the majority or simply disappear. Wow. That's not crazy. As horrific as that sounds. That, I yeah. saw a video put out today by one of the matriarchs of one of the tribes down there, and they're pissed. They don't want any more logging. They want the fires to stop. You know, it's just the deforestation. Well, Look, to be fair, oh, go ahead, Aaron. Part of the reason that sounds horrific to us, I think, is, is because of the progression that our own country and our own culture has gone through, right? We know. We see this for what it is. But in the heydays of slavery, did they see it for what it was? Didn't many Americans, prominent American leaders, say this similar things then? Oh, so we have to ask our guests about nuclear. Scott, we don't have a guest. Scott. You've asked, me, you've asked me this question before. Oh, yeah. sorry, Justin. You're SOL, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for clean energy, dude. I like my energy like I like my sex. Dirty. Give me that coal. Give me that hot coal. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably on the kink list somewhere. Somewhere. Are you? I'm. I'm sorry. I'm picturing having no, coal. and brands are are right the fuck out. Brands are there. Oh God. I, you know, I I I don't know that I'm totally anti-brand. I'm anti um, heating up an iron brand in an open fire. I mean, anybody getting anywhere the fuck near me with that? But. Uh, <laughs> Is there another way to do it? Yeah. So a lot of the new methods involve um, a very clean, sterile medical setting and, and a cautery. Or we could not. You're burning your flesh, man. 
It is. I mean, your do a doctor's going to do it anytime you have surgery. Doctors use a cautery to burn your flesh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a fun, since we're on this topic of kinks, uh, this is a, a, a tweet. Significant other spits in my mouth during sex. Me. Did you just go to McDonald's without me? <laughs> oh god damn dude i'm so fucking pissed because what? he would have got a burger and i'd have to taste that yeah. <laughs> oh like, so the spitting in your mouth isn't what does it for you it's the uh it's why the would burger. you spit meat in my mouth <laughs> It's all of it. Don't you Look, fucking spit on me or in me, and you better not have meat in your mouth when you try and kiss me or do anything. So you've never done the spit okay, move when, so, when maybe you're a little, never mind. There's that might be crossing a line. There's, to me, for me, there's a big difference between some spitting happening and somebody spitting in my mouth. Um, like, I, I can hang with some spitting, um, but if you spit in my mouth, we're going to have a fucking problem. Sorry, you Eric, you did miss us talking about nuclear. Or like, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> so look, the reality is, um, let, let's let's talk about <laughs> as lubrication since Zach brought that up. Let's let's go there because mm. we do look. We do have young people watching who aren't using appropriate lubrication when they're having sex, and guys, that is a really good way to induce rips and little tiny tears that you can't see. It increases your risk of contracting an STD. It increases the risk of infection. Um, staff infection has been all over the news. Staff lives all over your skin 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Any little cut or tear that you get, you are opening a potential to a staph infection. When they're there, where we've got all kinds of bacteria and yeast, and it, it can be really bad. Appropriate lubrication is important. And if you forgot to stop and pick up lube, a little bit of saliva goes a long way. That's true. Do not use water. Water is not a lubricant. Do mm. not use do not You're use cooking oil. Do not grab your can of coconut oil. <laughs> coconut <My> cocoa butter. <laughs> coconut oil has some sugar in it, right? It's high in, yeah. in, in palm sugars. And when you introduce sugar into the vagina, you're begging for a yeast infection. I was gonna say you're you're about to grow some bread up in there. <laughs> Coconut oil is fine for anal intercourse. Don't use it for vaginal stuff. Huh. I guess I always got lucky. Uh, Eric is saying that obviously Dre has never had a devil's three-way. Why is that obvious? Oh, Eric, I love you, baby. Um, <laughs> My favorite lubrication is tears. Because <laughs> the lap dance is better when the stripper's crying. <laughs> He's not lying. His favorite lubrication is tears. So here's the thing. My like my thing is I oh, fuck it. Here we go. So I like to prime Elfie with like two or three oral sex orgasms, which are different from penetration orgasms. Very different. Uh, because that gets her nice and wet. And if 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 it's still any resistance whatsoever, the lube's coming out of the drawer. Like, if, it, if I don't just slide right in immediately, I'm not fucking around. Because, look, I'm circ I'm circumcised, so uh, that can tear my shit up, too, if you're dry. And I've well, gotten, like, fucking rug burn, for lack of a better way to say it, because I've had sex and 
and part of my penis is missing, so it doesn't like take care of itself and lubricate itself like it's supposed to. <coughs> Don't circumcise your boys. It's assault. The same. If I you're like, anti look, I'm just like comment. I'm sorry. Here's what I'll get. I yeah. have so many people are openly anti-female genital mutilization, right? <laughs> you say female genital mutilization, everybody in the room will freak the fuck out. Nah, that shit's bad. But they'll all go mutilate their son's genitals. Because right. male genital mutilization, well, that's a different deal. Because I want my kid to look like me. Uh, Eric says it's because Dre has never had meat in her mouth while kissing. True story. <laughs> that, Dre no, doesn't, no. Dre, Dre's a vegetarian. She so doesn't give blowjobs. <laughs> and we're Dead. El, so Elfie's uh, probably trying to find one. We got a new flogger at the Pirate Festival. Yeah? Uh, actually... No, it's so it's not. I really, really need to get one of the ones that's that's got the chain so that it swings really well. Um, but I never have money and a vibrant sex life at the same time. Dude, make it. Man, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? All my spare time goes to editing these dumb videos. <laughs> I work. I produce two of our podcasts and one for Fuckboy, and then I edit videos. And then, like the girls, the girls come over and we hang out and play D and D, and that's my life. I'm lucky if I get laid twice a week. Dre, he called him fuck boy. I know, I love ah! it. In every podcast. <laughs> we love you, Caleb. Dennis, we literally went from nuclear energy to circumcision to spitting meat in two minutes. <laughs> oh right, Welcome. yeah, that, that new flogger was only six bucks. Elfie, bring that down for me. Welcome to Drug and Disorderly, man. Welcome to D and D, man. <laughs> you, sure, you sure you want to do events with us? <laughs> Dennis, actually, we were talking about it. He wants us to do like a live show from uh, D uh, Dodge County, so I guess it'd just be Fremont because there's no other towns in Dodge County. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, there's a couple, but they're like. 800 people. Not that Fremont's all that, you know. Right. Oh, nice pun. Thank you, Eric. Uh, obligatory, they will come pun. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Eric will build it for you. Man, so I'm not taking flogger requests from the audience because after the shit that John came up with, I'm just not ready to play ball. Wait, I, I, I can... We, I've got a guy. We have a guy in our drunken kinky friends group who makes chainmail floggers. Fuck that guy in the ear. <laughs> They're amazing. No, that sounds painful. It's better. Oh, if we have a flogger that is like leather, and then the end is these plastic skulls, and that hurts enough. And I'm not a bitch when it comes to pain, but. Like, I have limits. I'm not a uh, fucking masochist. I mean, he does chainmail collars and other gear, harnesses and stuff, too. But he, he does chainmail floggers that are interesting. No me gusta. So, like, I'm starting... God, this is really stuff that should have been saved for the post-show. You know what we should do? We should have a competition and have our viewers 
make a flogger and mail them into us. And whoever makes the best flogger will give you six months of a free subscription. And the video of Elfie testing them all on me, I guess. Who's gonna fuck I mean, oh, we have a tripod. We just got we just got a bunch of subscribers, I bet. <laughs> so here's the thing. I do want to pimp this again. Uh subscribestar.com slash drunk dash and dash disorderly or anchor.fm slash Ozaraptor. If you subscribe to subscribe to us on either one of those platforms, you get access to our subscribers group and you uh, get to join in our biggest dick in football competition, which is uh, every week uh, I'm going to pick 10 college football games and you're going to pick who the winners are and whoever wins at the end of the table gets the biggest dick in football trophy, which is, one of Aaron's dildos on a trophy stand. Again, we I've got people messaging me about Cliff. Cliff did not back out. We had no, no. we got some wires crossed on scheduling. Cliff Maloney will be on um, next Tuesday. Next next Tuesday, Cliff's gonna be on. So it this was just a scheduling thing. Um Cliff yeah, is great I'm, to work with. They have been great to work with. They didn't it was a simple miscommunication. It was all Dre's yeah. fault. We're just gonna toss her into the bus. Yeah. You won't even feel like she's so small the bus won't even like do anything. It's fine. Uh John, go fuck yourself. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Needs a network cable flogger. You need a dick in your nose. <laughs> in your nose. Remember though, John Phillips is my sub. Oh, John, please get him. Tear him up. <laughs> And, and hot takes like that are why you should uh, follow me on Facebook. Send me a friend request. I have no standards at this point. I just accept everyone and post my weird religious shit every now and again. Yeah, see, I filter my my friends list, man. I I'm a whore. I have this thing about I have, I have a thing that like I know I know everybody on my friends list. I've at least met them in person one time. Check oh, your messenger, Dre. Scott, I did that for a long time. Um, then I ran for region alternate and I still yeah. I need to be accessible to everybody. Um, it changes, it changes things, right? Yeah. And but, so, but that's why I'm kicking that around too. Look, if but that's I why I've got the comedy page. I've got the ghost wheel page. You know, I can drive people to different locations so that if they're interested in those parts of my life, they can have them. That's why I've got the executive director page. If they want to, if they're interested in my libertarian, that's the page they should go to. You know, Carl has a great idea for us to make money. This isn't going to become some weird thing where you start selling sex bathwater, is it? Nobody's gonna buy that. <laughs> Where's Laura? She might. <laughs> I haven't seen her in the comments at all. I'm hurt. My one fan, the one person who tunes in because of me, probably not. <laughs> oh God. I mean, Elfie tunes in because of me, but that's just because she's upstairs and I make her get off of the internet so she has nothing better to do. Right. You make John leave the house. <laughs> you make John leave the house. That's funny. I just go down into my lab. So I kind of want I want I really want John to do a podcast with us one of these days and just go through all the raunchy shit that he won't, doesn't like to talk about. You would oh god. Okay, so you know what? The next time we all go out, you sit down and talk to him about it and let me know, and we'll try and talk him into it. All right, so I figure if we get him, Caleb, me, and Jeremy, and we just talk about guy shit for an hour, that would be a great podcast. So look, Dre and I have a surprise. Oh god. 
We are surprised. Uh, yeah, we, this, is, this just happened via text while you guys were bullshitting. Um, so, so anybody who's watching who wants to go to this to the donate link, go to the anchor page because there you can donate any amount you want. There's an other option. So go to the anchor page, click donate, donate a hundred bucks or more, and Dre and I will send you tit prints, paint tits, canvas, our stuff. We'll sign them and send them to you. Hundred bucks or more. And for one fifty, I'll do it too. <laughs> Because I have the biggest tits here. <laughs> yeah, his canvas, his canvas will cost more than ours. That's funny. Well, a few years ago, I would have everybody beat on here all together. We could do a bed sheet. Well, so oh, Eric says Laura is taking a nap. You're stuck with me, but I can argue until she wakes up. <laughs> well, that would, wouldn't be the first time. Uh, a bed sheet's not a bad idea. We could do like four across. Yeah. What? But, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Where did you just go? We've been on a whole different conversation. Yeah. Tip print sheet. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about doing body prints on a bed sheet. You get the whole cast. Okay. Body prints on a bed sheet. Okay. Wouldn't be the first time we've done body prints. It'd yeah. just be the first time we all did them together. I don't see where it's called other. What? Huh? On Anchor? I thought we had another option on Anchor. No. Is that somewhere else, maybe? Um, no. I, I, all we have is, like, set amounts. We don't have, like, a... Oh, Eric, you can in. if you want this bad enough, message one of us and we'll give you a fucking PayPal link. Yeah, care. didn't we? Didn't we used to have an other link though? Did we bump it to something else? Nope. It, uh, just uh, I thought there was a blank one where you could donate any amount you wanted. Yeah. No. Uh, so uh, Jeremy wants to know how much for Zach's coin purse on a handkerchief. <laughs> Fifty bucks. Fifty dollar. Oh, Elfie's saying two hundred bucks and she'll do a titty print. Elfie has tiggle babies too. Fifty bucks, Zach's nut sack on a handkerchief. It's yours sold. <laughs> Pay the man. The white one. And look, I might have a tiny dick, but I got huge balls. So you're getting your money worth. <laughs> and, I'm a, and I'm an old man, so you know I'm swinging low. So. <laughs> Fucking oh Scott God. has like a, a fishing uh, reel. That he has to, like, because if he doesn't, they're hanging down by the knees. Right. And, like he can't. He's a teacher, so he can't just go to work with them things bouncing between his knees. <laughs> Oh my god! He's got to wear him. He's got to keep him in a sling. In a sling. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I used so to actually. To uh, you don't know it, but they're actually thrown over his bad. shoulder right now. I thought, it, I thought it was a ball bra. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is why Scott can't wear a kilt. They would hang down below. <laughs> oh boy! You invited would, that one, Scott. He would be the embodiment of the Scotsman song, right? 
Right. Oh, the one about uh, lads. I don't know where you've been, but I see you won first prize. First prize. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I won first prize. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I've got a kilt, man. So <laughs> it just hangs. Yeah, it hangs low. That's the party we should have: kilts and kegs. Yeah, that'd be yep. good. Oh, let's, uh, let's let's do that. We need to do a kilts and kegs party and a togas and ties party. Well, I think you'd have to do kilts and togas together because um, most people wouldn't have a kilt and wouldn't know how to make one. Dude, Google is your friend. There is a YouTube video for every fucking right. Thing. But in order. If you're going to make a kilt out of just random ass fabric, maybe you, you need but, nine yards. That's where the saying "the whole nine yards" came from. Nine yards, yeah. yeah. Right. How many people yeah. are going to go out and buy nine yards of fabric? <laughs> fabric is cheap. It's three bed sheets. Not enough. Okay, whatever. It's <laughs> funny. It's funny because like mine aren't like that. I don't wrap mine. Uh, no, because you wear a utilicilt, but that's technically basically. technically it's not a. Clearly not authentic. Um, right. No, you can fold a kilt. It's a bitch. It, putting one on really is a two-man job unless you yeah. lay your belt out just right. Right. Well, so the the best way to do it is actually to lay down and, like, roll around on the ground and, while you're putting it on. And roll, roll into it. Yeah. Yep. Roll it. So you yeah. lay the belt or whatever you're going to use down first, and then you lay the fabric on top of that, and you pleat it. You fold it into the right number of pleats, properly spaced. And then the wearer lays on one side and rolls. And when they do, that belt starts to roll with them, and then they just tie it. The fuck? What the fuck, fuck is that? Sorry. <laughs> All right, so we're at an hour. My phone. We're going to kick this stream off and go over and do our 20-minute whatever uh, post show. So go subscribe and get into the post show. Uh, we'll see you all next uh, – well, what's Thursday? So pause. So actually, I've got some cool stuff going on, some stuff to announce. So let's look at this, the calendar real quick. Aaron, watch your phone. <laughs> I'm trying to kill this. It's a pop-up on my phone, man. All right, so we don't have a guest on Thursday. I might find one by then, but it's probably just going to be us bullshitting. Uh, next week, we have Cliff Milani Jr. coming on. Uh, and then the week after, we have Picasso. <laughs> Then we have, on the 17th, we have Andrew Heaton, which will be a big, really funny. And then that same week, we have the libertarian death battle between Dan and Kim to decide who's going to be the presidential candidate for the LP. There will be no debate. There will be no voting at convention. It will be decided in a death battle on our podcast. I We should have made it a fucking rap battle, man. Um, I feel like Dan is way too white for that. <laughs> I can rap. <laughs> so here's the thing about about this um whatever we'll get we'll get back to it later uh also you know i don't have it on the schedule yet but we have a, con a soft confirmation from jess mears yay nice. and uh, um that's all i have so far and i'm working on something so Another one of my out-of-the-box, non-libertarian circle guests. Oh, and um, Smoke Break will be coming out on a Thursday uh, here in the next couple of weeks. So I oh, yay! I haven't decided oh, when. Well, it, no. not I haven't, but... We love if you guys. guys have ideas about people you want to see on, let me know. I will reach out to anyone and ask them to be on our show. I mean, she reached out to Cliff, and I thought he was a little too big and too serious for our show. 
Maybe well, uh, maybe he's gonna watch this episode and be like, "What am I getting myself?" Oh God, no! That's the real reason. <laughs> we were all the same way about Andrew Heaton. We're all like, "Ooh, wouldn't that be awesome if we could get him to come on the show?" But he'll never agree to come on the show. We asked, you know, nine times out of ten, I see, I see activists really struggling. You're trying to raise money, or you're trying to get volunteers for stuff, or you need stuff. Um, just ask. Just start yeah. asking. Ask people seriously. It works ask out us. more often than it doesn't. Yep. You lose nothing by asking. You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I mean, seriously, we when when Dre and I first started talking about Picasso coming on, we we're like, he'll never come on, but wouldn't that be cool? And yeah. immediately he said yes. All you can say is no. They can't take away your birthday, right? Right. All right. So we are going to kick this off. We'll see y'all on Thursday. If you're a subscriber, kick on over to the subscriber uh, group. And if you want to be a subscriber, hit us up with a message saying, hey, look, I just subscribed. And we'll add you to the group so that you can see the uh, post show. And um, we'll, we'll have the brackets starting to go up for the subscribers for the college football biggest dick award. And uh, we'll get that going. So see you all on Thursday. Bye, everyone. Bye now.